0: Yesterday, Cozzy, we came so close with our little trainer multi at Tarang. We thought, who can help us out at Stony Creek this afternoon? (laughs) Rachel Cunningham's got a couple of runners. Maybe she could steer us into a couple of winners as well. And she joins us on Big V Racing. Good afternoon to you, Rachel. Thanks for your time. Thank
1: you for having me on, Matt.
0: You've got a couple of runners there at Stony Creek this afternoon. Are you heading there with a bit of confidence today?
1: Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're really happy with both of them. Um, Isolating's been really consistent, this preparation, and... She'll need a bit of luck from that barrier today. Um, but then hopefully she gets it. Michael Point knows her so well. And yeah, Pants on Fire as well. We we can't since her last run and uh, she's drawn well, so yeah, Aaron Lynch is on. We're we you know, we're hoping to see her put in another good run, sort of to go ahead with more confidence, but we can't fault her.
2: Now, Rachel, I'm looking at the pedigree of Pants on Fire, Curosio or Karushio had a fall in love. How did you name that one?
1: Uh, it was a bit random, it's actually nothing to do with the breeding as such, but she's quite a quirky horse, and she's she's always like her pants are on fire, her rugs chase her, she's sort of scared of everything behind her.
2: <laughs> so that was it. Now I've got a, I'm looking at a report here from about August last year, your strike rate in jumps races, you don't worry about the maidens, you just go straight for the main course, don't you?
1: Yes, I don't think we've actually won a maiden jump race yet, but we've won a national and a christian So we're happy
2: with that. Unbelievable. And at the time this report was printed, it was in August, you'd won four jumps races in your career. They were the 2020 Grand National Steeplechase with BT Junior, the 2018 Crisp with Excellent Rhythm. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah. No, it's good. um, I I love the jumpers. My husband was a jump jockey in New Zealand. So it's something we never have a huge team, but um, we'll always have jumpers every
2: season. Now, did you run one of these first up? Uh, over the steeple's at first crack at the steeple's when he won the steeplechase? chase. Yeah, so
1: BT Junior's first steeplechase chase start was in the national.
2: He'd gone over the hurdles, obviously. Yeah, he was
1: really successful over the hurdles. He ran second in the national, and um, he had he had, had a couple of hurdle starts in New Zealand before we got him.
2: Now uh, I've got to ask, I and mean, it's a big ask: the Grand National Steeplechase, Chase, first up for, and uh, away you go. Were you confident?
1: Um, yeah, we were really confident in the horse we had. There's always that question mark, but his jumping was was beautiful over the bigger fences, so we were all positive heading into it.
2: Unbelievable. Now, your background, you've come from an equestrian background, is that right?
1: Yes, yeah, um, show and dressage horses. Um, I worked for Mick Price for a, a long while and also Robbie Lang probably for longer.
2: Now, do you employ, a lot of people do, the equestrian, dressage type background, these days, more and more people use it with the horses, the gallopers, because it's a change of scenery, just a change of work, freshens them up. Do you do that?
1: Yeah, we do. We use it um, mainly for the older horses. Uh, you know, it gives them something to think about and, um, it, you know, it's something that, you know, they've done the same thing for so many years. Um, they do love a change. And, and we live on a farm, so we've, we've got all of that to offer them as well.
0: Isolating's getting on a little bit in, in age. She's an eight year old now. Do you do a bit of that sort of work with her?
1: She actually doesn't. She's a bit of a tricky one. Her age is, you know, does look and think, oh, she's eight, but she actually didn't walk through our stable doors until she was she just turned six, or she was just rising six. So, um, yeah, she was a late starter.
2: What was the reason behind that?
1: Um, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on that. Her breeder sort of just, he had broken her in and she just stayed in the paddock and it was random. He, we were actually talking about jumpers and her full brother is alienated who wins a lot of those 3000 metre races and, and John Pratt said, oh, I've got one that might make a jumper and that's sort of how we took her on and, and she's quite the opposite. I
2: was going to say, yeah. three starts ago, she won at Maui over a thousand. She's going to knock up over four and a half k's.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> she's definitely a, a short course horse. And so we'll, we'll keep her at the shorter trip.
0: And she certainly finished off well at Mornington last start as well. You must have been happy with that performance.
1: Yeah, we're really happy. She's been really consistent in prep. Uh, like ideally when she draws an inside gate, we're always confident going to races. So today's gate a little bit tricky, but um, yeah, hopefully um, Michael can overcome it.
2: Now, Rachel, how do you identify a, a jumping prospect when you're looking for horses? What do you look for?
1: Uh, we sort of always start with the breeding. We're always on um, English Digital and, and looking for horses New South and Queensland. A lot of time we don't have the budget to to go and just buy them, uh, but we are always looking, and if we can find one in our price range, which is pretty low, um, we always try and, and source those staying stallions. And yeah,
0: Is there a certain number that you, you try and land on every year, or is it just when the right one comes up you go for it?
1: Um, yeah, no, we're always, we're just always looking. Yeah. Um, we've sort of got limited numbers as far as what we're happy working um, ourselves, so we know that we're not missing anything, and we sort of keep that around 12 to 15. So, um, you know, we've got a few dumpers in at the moment, just, you know, ticking over, ready to start at Warrnambool.
2: Now, I'm going to wind the clock back to around 2017, Mooney Valley. Sure. Uh, rock away. And did you get the 100 to 1? Yeah, yeah. Good <laughs> on you. Yeah, she was, uh, to...
1: she was a funny horse before her advertising Tazzy. She was actually in a broodmare, but she was a full to excellent rhythm
2: who won the Chris. Now, and, uh, excellent rhythm was also a hundred to one. Yeah, yeah.
1: He he won at Cranbourne, I think, first That's...
2: up for us. And, a,
0: and he got a hundred to one there as well.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Obviously, we don't back in ourselves. But...
0: Oh, well, next time you've got a 100-to-1 pop that you think's <laughs> half a sniff, feel free to send us a text. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Gee, that's a good effort, Rachel. Yeah, no, they're good. They're, um, we
1: sort of have a lot of luck with families. Like if we've got one out of a mare that we like, we always try and take up whatever else is
2: out of that mare. So you, you tend to stick with certain families and follow the pedigree?
1: Try to, yeah.
2: Well, we wish you all the best. I'm, I love the jumpers and... Uh, I said it's it's probably the fascinating thing is identifying one because you can see some horses, who'll, you look and think, oh, they struggle a bit over 2,000 or whatever on the flat, but when they get over the jump, sometimes they just get into a rhythm and they keep going.
1: Yeah, and especially older horses. if they, And they do, if they're good at it, they love to jump and it they give them that second, that second leap of life, really, for
2: their older horses. And as you said, when they love it, they absolutely lap it up, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, we wish you all the best, Rachel. You've, good luck today. Let's hope there's a double there for you.
0: Thank you very much. All right, Rachel.
2: Rachel Cunningham, yeah. yeah.